Yourself with Keegan Farrell. I'm your host, Keegan. Based on the card game with the same name, Ask Yourself brings us closer to each other with ourselves. Each episode, we connect with my favorite creatives and change makers to share the life experiences that drive us. Play Ask Yourself alone or with friends. Buy the deck or print your own at kegankfarrell.com. Thanks for joining in. Let's start the show. This week, we'll be joined by intellectual, speaker, inventor, dancer, creator of the Busy Humans Language Method, and author of the History Textbook Companion Guide, Jordan Hales. Jordan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate that grand uh, introduction. <laughs> I feel like I, I have even more things missing because you you're a woman of many, many, many talents. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, what, what are you uh, working on these days? You know, just, you know, wondering uh, what's going on with you. How are you doing? What, what are you working on? Well, um, I I'm working on drinking more water. That's the first thing. <laughs> That's the first thing. As a matter of fact, my dad sent me a text today and he was like, I'm at about 40 ounces of water. What about you? And I was like, what? <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so that's cool. And then beyond that, I am working on a history textbook, uh, better said, the history textbook that I think I deserve, that I wish I had when I was in first grade for little Jordy, as I like to call her. Um, and the main, uh, the main question that I'm asking there is, who do we become as a result of our textbooks? Like that's, mm. that's the main point of thought, right? And yeah. do, do we like that? Do we not like that? Are we neutral about it? Is it effective for whatever our goals are, right? Um, so yeah, those are the, main two things there are other stuff but i'm i'm not listing that whole massive list <laughs> <laughs> wow so when can we expect to be able to get this book that's a great question and i love that you're putting me on the spot so i have um a beautiful launch date of october 12th uh 2020 which is columbus day Ooh. slash indigenous people's day and that is on purpose um, the reason that this book exists is because of how I learned about Christopher Columbus in history class when I was in the first grade. And I felt that it would be a wonderful and rather petty uh, <laughs> accomplishment for me to launch this response to that very thing on the day that Columbus is celebrated. Um, so we will be able to see version 1.1 of the book uh, on the 12th. And I say version 1.1 because this book is coming out in iterations. So there'll be uh, a collection of, of the different intellectual viewpoints coming out. Awesome. Jordan, I am so glad that you were here on my first real official episode of this podcast. I mean, somebody who's out here trying to write a petty history book companion <laughs> guide. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, so for those of you who don't know, uh, Jordan and I know each other, or we met each other uh, through our community activism efforts. We're both very involved in March for Black Women San Diego. We're a group of women who are uh, very invested in, uh, you know, 
envisioning a world, you know, where black women are safe, where we're stable financially, and, you know, we have access to healthcare, and, you know, we're closer together, all of that stuff. So I was really, really, really happy to meet Jordan. And uh, also, Jordan is my Spanish teacher. So I'm learning right now through the busy humans language method, both me and my partner are trying to get up on our Spanish game. Um, Jordan's out here, you know, trying to learn uh, how many languages are you are you trying to learn? Well, my goal, my okay, my big goal, my my goal that I am about ten years behind on is to learn seven, <laughs> right? And my thinking was, okay, if I learn seven languages, then I could practice one each day. Because really, to me, it's not so much the acquisition that is hard; it's keeping up with them once you've acquired a certain level, right? Um, and so. I know about two and a half, we'll say 2.6 languages, you know, so I speak enough French to make you giggle, but you'll still understand. <laughs> um, and then of course, Spanish, and then of course, English. And um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to learn sign language. I do have some people who uh, sign in my family. And I also just think I'm going to be very extra and extra petty once I learn sign language. Oh, yeah. Because um, you love to dance. So it's, you get to use your whole body to communicate go there you go that's it that's it what about you what what are your language goals i know you you speak italian kind of okay so i did a lot of italian study in college so i i studied probably up to the upper intermediate level in uh college so at a certain point i was pretty good conversationally and pretty good with writing but then um you know there just aren't that many italian folks where i was living at the time and so it was very hard to kind of practice the language and keep up with it. And then finally, uh, my partner and I actually went to Italy a couple of years ago and I was like, oh my God, my dream come true. But like, um, I forgot all my Italian, it was so sad. Um, and then now, you know, Italian rears its, uh, well, I don't want to say ugly head, but it rears its head uh, when I'm trying to learn Spanish. And every time I try and think of a Spanish word, I end up saying some Italian word and I'm like, what, what are you doing here? <laughs> Stay in your lane. It wouldn't, the Italian wouldn't come out when you were in Italy, but now that you're in the U.S. and trying to learn Spanish, it's like, hello, I'm here. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. I mean, I did speak Italian in Italy. I had to because Andrea knew zero Italian, and so I was the one that was reading all the signs, all the you know this, that, and the other. Anytime we had to make conversation with someone or like order something, I was the one doing it. Um, but it definitely wasn't at a level where we could like make friends with people out there. <laughs> like, we we're still very isolated, but I still 110% would go back even without any Italian language because it's pretty lit to go out there and vacation. It's the best. I really enjoyed it and would do it again um, tomorrow if I could, but Corona, so... <laughs> but yeah, I really, really, really want to learn Spanish uh, more fluently. I used to be more fluent when, uh, you know, all my neighbors were Spanish speakers and uh, a lot of my coworkers were Spanish speakers. So I used to have a lot more practice. And then, you know, I went up to college in Santa Cruz and um, I didn't have as many opportunities to speak Spanish up there as much as I would have liked. So here I am a square one again, just like how I was with Italian. So it's one of those things you just got to keep it up, got to keep it up. Let's play the game. Let's play the game. All right, here we go. Episode one. All right. So I'm shuffling up the deck now. We're gonna we're gonna get started with the ask yourself game. So here's here's the rules. The rules are you can change the rules, 
first because with any game that deals with vulnerability, you also have to think about consent and safety, right? And so we, we want to be safe here and we want to be consensual. So if I draw a question for you that you're just like, you know what, that is not a question that I really want to answer today, then I will say, you know what, we're going to pass that one and we're going to go on another question. And that is 100% okay. So um, right. just want to make sure that you know that those options are available to you. And uh, yeah, and then after that point, you know, after you answer the question, um, if you like, I can answer the same question for myself, or uh, you can have me pick a new one, up to you. I leave that to be guest choice. All right, let's do it. All right, so I'm gonna show you the camera here. So where should I pick from? This side here? Uh, let's go center left. Here? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, this is the blank one. There's a few blank ones in here so you can make your own questions. So. Uh, That's another one. Ooh, this is a nice one. Lucky. Okay. <laughs> it says, describe a time you felt truly happy. Oh my goodness. Describe a time I felt truly happy. Ooh, okay, all right. I had one that came forward. Ooh, I had two. Okay. Okay, I'm just, I'm scanning the, I'm scanning the history bank. Look at you out here just finding all these moments of happiness. Oh my God. <laughs> um, let's see here. The two that came up were in my youth. So I'm trying to go, I'm trying to think about like now. All right, it's kind of happy-ish. Happy <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. I got one. All right, so all right, I'm gonna give you a couple of moments. So the the moment that I experienced like a true happiness, it was 2019. I was in Portland, Oregon, and I was just hanging with a friend of mine. Both of us were our total workaholics. Definitely were workaholics back then and we were just walking after eating and we walked to a park and there was a basketball that was on the court and so she knew how to play basketball I didn't so we're just playing around with the basketball doo -doo, doo -doo -doo. and then I'm like you know what I'm gonna try and throw this basketball backwards and see if I can put it in the net <laughs> I didn't have any basketball experience, so there was nothing to indicate that I would be able to accomplish that task. Let me tell you, that basketball landed. Hey. Hey. <laughs> That's wow. what I knew. Miracles were real. I knew miracles were real, you know? like <laughs> Be like that sometimes, you know? That's so crazy. Yeah. It was... It was absolutely crazy but it was also like my i was 33 and kind of like the lore is that your 33rd year some people will call it their jesus year um i'm not christian so i don't necessarily call it that but i understand the sentiment of it like even on a, like a more spiritual level people will be like um that that's a very special year and mm. that whatever you do that the universe will support you in doing that so whatever you do that you know, 
it's really positive, the universe will support you in that. Whatever you do that's really negative, the universe will support you in that. So wow. I feel like some little angel took the ball and was like, let me, let me get this baby a little happiness in her life. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I'm looking forward to 33, man. <laughs> Very important year. So that's my one. Now I have two others, but when, when's the time that, that you experience true happiness? Oh gosh. Mm. I will say definitely the first moment I set eyes on my dog, homie. So I'm the kind of person who, uh, you know, I mean, you know, I'm from a more, you know, lower income background. Right. And so at the time that, uh, that I was getting homie, you know, before that I, uh, I had no intention of getting a dog. I did not want a dog or a cat. I didn't want to have the extra expense, the mess, the responsibilities that come with it. However, I was in a very, very, very dark place because I'd just come out of a relationship in which I experienced some very, very unfortunate events um, and had to get a restraining order, et cetera. So at this point, I was unable to sleep at night. And when you don't sleep at night, you don't perform as well as you should at work. And I was also just perpetually angry and, you know, was having a hard time relating to people. And I realized I was like, you know what, if I don't get some sleep, I'm going to lose my job and I'm going to be sleeping on the street. So I was like, okay, well, uh, I feel like I need to get a dog so I can feel safe at night and safe enough to sleep. So I went to the shelter and all these dogs are just like all over the place. Like it's madness over there. Right. And I'm looking around at all these dogs. It's like, I think it was like the fourth time I had come. Cause every time I would go, I'd be like, oh, I just haven't figured out, you know, which dog I want, you know? And then finally the fourth time I go, I, uh, I walk, I see all these dogs going crazy. And then I look and I see this one dog sitting very quietly. And she looks over at me with this big, dumb smile on her face. Do you see this picture over here? It's just like this big, dumb smile on her face. She's just like, and I was like, that's her. That's my dog. My dog. Yeah. And the second I saw that smile, I knew, I knew that my life was saved. Oh, so. homie. Yeah. She, she's actually right here sleeping on the floor. She's napping right next to me. Oh my gosh, everybody loves you. It's true. It's true. And also like she's, she really did save my life because she, uh, she's the reason why I know my partner because my partner and I met at the dog park in Santa Cruz. So, you know, if I didn't have homie, I may never have met my partner, you know? And so, and here we are, you know, having our, our beautiful life, our beautiful home, you know, all this good stuff. So. All because of homie. All because of this freaking dog, man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear the other times that you had uh, the other moments that you wanted to share. Okay, so okay, let's rewind the tape back. Uh, this is like twenty fourteen, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. I'm in a job that I hate, capital letters, like, right? 
And I am sitting on the floor. Well, the time that I'm happiest, I just quit. I just quit. Like it was, oh no, I'm lying. I'm lying. Scratch the record. Scratch the record. Okay. All right. We're still in 2014. We're still in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm in the job I hate, right? But this time my dad calls me and I don't know what he says to me, but somehow it computes in my little tattered psyche that my dad loves me, like deeply computes, like, you know, like not just top level, but like all the way bottom level. And what's that like? <laughs> <laughs> what did I do that at? <laughs> what did I do that at? Who is, how did how did it work? Child. So he computes. And all of a sudden I felt like, wow, there's nothing for me to do. I felt at peace. I felt at ease. Like I didn't feel like I needed to like run around and make all these big goals happen. You know, it was just like, my daddy loves me. I get it. I'm good. Total peace. Wow. And I don't remember what this man said. I just remember how I felt. And I think, you know, what it revealed to me was the degree to which, the degree to which even as a 30 year old, I'm still trying to answer that question, do my parents love me? You know, like sometimes even as we grow older, we still have like questions from our inner child. Mm. And um, yeah, it was, it was a strange and peaceful and happy moment. Wow, that's so beautiful. Thank you. So beautiful. I'm so glad that there are actually like, you know, people that exist out here in the world that like really love and show up for their kids. <laughs> and like well into adulthood as well. So Yeah. No, it, it's it's a it's a big deal. Now the beautiful ratchet moment that happened on the other side of that was when I quit that job. All right. And so like I quit the job and I'm able to quit it because I had done this coaching program and I had killed it. Like I had a boss that committed suicide. He was like one of my besties, best friends. Um, like the job was not treating me well, in my opinion, as I remember things. And, but I was killing it in terms of um, making my side hustle work for me. And so, I made round about maybe like $30,000 in like a month or something like that, like a short period of time. Like there was a lot of lead up to it. It was like all of the work that I did culminated into that. And that wow. was enough money for me to quit the job and leave Atlanta and drive to New York. And I was so happy in that Damn. moment. I was so happy. Wow. That is so amazing. I'm, I'm just like, that's just amazing that that's even possible you know, to make happen, like, can I manifest 30K uh, in this coming month? That would be, <laughs> no, I'll probably take a lot more time. I'm putting in a lot of work here. So maybe eventually I can get to that point, but 
it's inspiring to to see that that sh that should actually works out for people. It actually happens sometimes. Sometimes it does, you, you know. And I mean, like I said, there was a lot of lead up to that. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And there was also a fall down after that. So you know, that wasn't the whole story. But in that moment, I was very very content because I had worked so hard. I had worked so hard for that, and it came through. That is so good. That is so good. How are we going to find your book on the 12th? You will be able to find it either through a petty yet intellectual uh, Instagram ad, all right, <laughs> that you will see because that's, that's a part of this project is like deepening the conversation about Columbus Day. Mm -hmm. um, because I feel like in a lot of liberal spaces, uh, like the common narrative now, which is great because this was not the narrative that existed when I was in first grade on a, on a popular level is basically F Columbus, mm -hmm. right? You know, like people are acknowledging the way that he is depicted in history books is not a full representation of actually what happened. And some folks might say it's a whole lie, right? You, you know, so so I'm glad that people have broken out of the spell of not even challenging that, right? Mm -hmm. But now we've been saying that for a couple of years. So I think it's time for us to deepen the conversation. And some people are doing that, right? You've got the 1619 Project, um, which is not specifically about Columbus, but it is addressing how do we uh, really tell the story of slavery in a way that actually honors the full experience of what of what happened, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I think in the popular narrative, we can go deeper. Um, and this history book is hoping to do that. So that's one. Uh, lost my train of thought there, but anyway, I'll get back on track. So also, you'll be able to find it at jordanhales.com. Awesome. And so how do you spell that? J-O-R-D-A-N-H-A-Y. L-E-S dot com. All right. And I will leave that link in the episode notes as well for you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so I'll be dropping information there and I'm going to have a free PDF of the book. And then once it goes into print, you can, you know, you'll be able to buy it in its print form, but you'll always be able to access it as a free PDF. And I'm also going to do two Zoom webinars on the book to talk about it um, on the 12th and the 13th. So you can get that information from jordanhales.com. Nice. So we get to learn a little bit more about the book on Columbus Day and the day after. Yes. Awesome, yes. awesome, awesome. And is that webinar going to be free or is it going to cost money? It's going to be free. It's going to be free. I want the, the point of this is for me to... Um, be consistent in my practice of sharing what I'm working on, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and then to give people a space to ask themselves different questions about the state of how we teach history and how we tell stories as a culture. Wow. I want to show you my PDF for the, the book. I mean, not PDF, the, uh, the little presentation. Okay. See yeah, I'd love to look at it. <laughs> oh my god is that you that's me you are so adorable what is uh, the, are those bangs those are bangs oh, that's okay. a bang that is a bang 
definitely not the happiest memory of my life having those bangs but this is i believe second grade me so we're looking at a picture of second grade me um and the title of this presentation is a history textbook in the making um the history textbook companion guide i needed in the first grade and um yeah like so this is who i'm making the book for you know and i get a chance to like look at her little cute nerdy face and be like you are worthy of so much more you know and then I wanted to show you now this is not the actual first page, but these were some of the front covers when I was like just first trying to get this on uh, on paper um, that I wrote and the good thing now this is more of like a petty tone. Mm -hmm. So not a history book a companion guide to whatever you got in school or not a history book a companion guide to whatever it is y'all got over there in your little school. Uh <laughs> These did not make it to the final version, all right, but but it was um it was really interesting as I was dancing between what I wanted to say just to be petty and what I wanted to say at like in my most like divinely pure purely curious um intellectual pursuit of like like what is what is the situation really, you know? Mm -hmm. And then this is an amalgamation of version 1.0 history book companion guide. And then the subtitle is a series of friendly intellectual footnotes for whatever, whoever, or wherever is teaching you history. Right. So, mm -hmm. and this is, this version is so much fun. Like I was, my goal was to finish a version by October 1st, right? And like have a small iteration that was done. Mm -hmm. And it would have been so easy for me to not meet that goal, like so easy. But I was like, nah, I wanna live in my values. So, so I was like, what are my values? My values are to create and finish a version that is imperfect versus sitting on an imperfect non-existent one. So I got mm. this, right? Mm. So I got this video by Ira Glass, the guy that produces the This American Life podcast. And the video is about the concept of the gap between the taste that we have for the work that we want to create, which he says, our taste is stellar, but our ability to act and create as, as high as that level of taste is, isn't necessarily a match, right? And mm -hmm. so the only way to bridge that is to get a lot of practice and produce a lot of things. So it's like a two minute video. Um, your people will probably love to hear it. And I just listened to it on repeat. And I pumped out these first 45 pages, um, dedicated it to little Jordy and called it a wrap at like 11 o'clock <laughs> 11 p.m <laughs> you're gonna be little jordy for the rest of my life now <laughs> oh, that thing. Oh. every time every time i see him i'll be like what up little jordy how you doing oh, little jordy little jordy that is a good rap name that is a good rap name <laughs> <laughs> i love this i love this oh this is so great um Thank you so, so much for sharing this with me and for sharing uh, with us your process and encouraging, you know, people through your own actions. 
um, to work on their projects, on their passion projects, and to put something out, you know, before you think it's perfect, you know, because if you, if you wait till it's perfect, it's never going to happen, right? Yeah. So I just, I, I just love having you on the show. I really, really appreciate it. I think this is a great start uh, for this podcast, and it's only going to get better from here, hopefully. And maybe we'll have you on the show again for your next project. Who knows? Uh, we'd love that. Or and just for any, and just hanging out. <laughs> project or not. <laughs> I appreciate the invite. I appreciate it. It's a great game. Like every the times, like this is the second my second time playing it, and I just feel like it it deepens the conversation. You know, it just it takes it there immediately in a way that isn't awkward. So yeah, because it's like sometimes it can be hard to figure out like where you want a conversation to go. You're trying to talk to somebody, you're like, Ooh, what are we talking about? And then you know, these cards kind of help you um you know just get somewhere get to the real the real stuff the nitty-gritty of life so thank you so much for coming on the show um to our viewers remember you can ask yourself at home get your deck at kegankfarrell.com you could buy your own deck or you can download a free pdf and print it out yourself if you are pinching those pennies uh add me on ig at dangerous black woman and answer the questions in the comments talk to each other thank you so much for listening and i can't wait to get closer with y'all next episode thanks so much jordan bye 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 <laughs>